0: Love Talk Radio Welcome to Rainers Radio, practical training for joint heirs with Christ. With your host, Diane Thomas. Radio. This is Diane Thomas, your host. Let's just stop and take a second, or a few. Just let our focus fall back to the Lord. Lord, we welcome your presence. We welcome your revealing of yourself. We welcome whatever you're doing in our lives. We thank you for leading and guiding us. To this time, to today. We thank you for arranging every circumstance in our lives for our benefit. Lord, we ask that you make yourself known to us plainly and objectively that we can't miss you. Lord, you know how bad we are at this, that we're on such a learning curve that we really need it clear. We really need it obvious. We really need you to hit us over the head with your presence. Lord, draw us to you. don't let us settle for anything less and what you have set aside for us now, give us a hunger and a thirst and a drive and a focus for you lord we we want to be satisfied, we want to be content, but we also want to feel like we're doing something we're contributing. To your purposes and plans. So we ask that you would reveal your heart and give us the encouragement we need that we're on the right track, that we're ready for what you have for us next. Purpose, that our presence here on this earth matters. We don't want to go through our lives thinking that is this all there is and then hopefully heaven will be better. Teach us how to overcome time. Redeem the time that we've lost and enjoy the time we have control over. Lord, teach us how to make the most of our mistakes. We seem to be really good at making them often. So if we're going to make mistakes often, at least we should be good at it and learn from them. That's the way you made us, that we learn more from our mistakes, Lord than we do from getting things right. So whatever our concerns or fears are, our fear of rejection, our fear of dishonoring you, whatever, change that within us so that the only thing that matters is that we are responding to you. That it's all about relationship with you. This—it's not just fear of man, but also fear of the unknown and fear of ourselves being and being portrayed as a fool in our own eyes. But Lord, you're doing something. And we want to be a part of it. We want to be available. Just because you made us that way, we want to be a part of what you're doing. But also we know that this is the greater opportunity for us as individuals to experience what it is like to live and move and have our being in the spirit realm. So, Lord, those areas that you need to expose, do it quickly. Those areas that we need to overcome in our lives, teach us how to do that. Those areas that we need to be healed, we ask for that healing. Lord, help us accept the soul and the body that you've given us and yet not be limited by them. That we are constrained by being here on this earth, but our nature is still spirit, above, beyond, limitless. Broaden our understanding and our thoughts, Lord to be available and yearning for you. I have not seen or ear heard, neither has it entered into our minds, our thoughts, our imagination, what you have in store for us during this season, like starting next week, starting tonight, starting right now. We want what you want for us, Lord. We want it all. And we may not know what it's going to cost us, but we know our spirit has already said it's worth it. So this is where our faith comes in. And by faith we say, our soul and our body says it will be worth it. Lord, you have freedom. We give you permission to do whatever you want in their lives and we thank you ahead of time for what you're going to do lord those in in financial need in in physical need and pain those who need guidance and direction lord specifically about moving and about job changes and even starting new businesses lord give the specific answers that they're asking for And I just send your angels in those areas of moving, Lord, that there would be a special protection around those. We know that when we become available to you, we become a greater threat to our enemies. And Lord, teach us how to battle successfully. Lord, you know exactly what we need. We thank you ahead of time. And we have been talking about God's presence. Now, when you're with somebody, a normal just a, a person, say you're at work or a friend or a family member. You can look at them and you gather information about them. And that is not at all surprising to you. Well, you're using natural senses and you're drawing natural information from what you're seeing and perceiving with your natural senses. Well, your soul has solical senses. And just as your natural senses, like your smell, being able to smell and hear and see, those are all your natural senses. They're part of your body. Well, your, your eye picks up light waves. and That's part of the natural realm, the natural world. Your ears pick up sound waves. It's part of the natural world. Your smell picks up Your nose picks up natural smell, fragrances, chemicals in the air. Those are all natural, this world, this earth, aspects. Your natural senses function exactly the way they're supposed to in the natural realm. Your soul has solical senses that function perfectly well in the supernatural realm our problem is we've not learned how to use our solical senses we've not had to we've never had to learn how to use our solical senses on top of that we are now a spirit being if you've been born again if your spirit has been renewed remember spirit begets spirit you also have spiritual senses that function perfectly well in the spirit realm, the eternal realm, the God realm. Now, in the solical realm, your solical senses function not only in the solical realm, but they also see into the natural realm. For instance, let's just say that there's five solical senses. I don't really know yet. I'm, I'm still asking the Lord about that. So when you start functioning with a healed and freed soul, when your soul, your mind, your will, and your emotions become free, and you have a functioning soul, with functioning senses, let's just say there are five. Right now, without that, you have five senses. And we're not going to get into whether there's more than that. That's, this is just for an example. You have five natural senses. When your soul is freed and rejoined to your spirit, say your soul also has five. Well, then it's not that you have to choose Okay, am I going to use the solical senses or the body, the physical, the natural senses? No. You get all ten. You don't see less into the natural world, you see more. Because you see the nuance between the solical the supernatural and again what is supernatural what is solical supernatural is simply above the natural we have a be our part we are a, we are a spirit we have a soul we live in a body we are three parts if we were to be magically perfected and let's use jesus who was not so magically perfected, but was perfected. He walked around with all of his spiritual senses intact. And just again, for our own just discussion, let's say there are f- five spiritual senses there as well, just for our discussion. He had all of his senses in his spirit all of his senses in his soul and all of his senses in his body, they were all functioning perfectly. Now he had to learn how to recognize his father, how to hear his father, how to use the authority he had, how to know when to heal someone, how to know when to speak, he, he There was still, even though he had all those senses, there was still the learning curve. So our goal is just not to dis, just have the senses operating, but hearing from God as well. The goal is just not to be, okay, have power or authority, or stature, or even oneness. But embrace the the understanding that the more we become one, the more we are embracing and embraced by God. And the more we embrace God and are embraced by Him, the more we become one. And that's his purpose for us. That's his goal. That's what he wants for you on this earth. Is that you would join him in the purpose, what he's doing in you now. So as we start pondering. The limitations that we have been living under, and recognizing that those limitations are false, that we don't need to abide by what our enemy says about us, or our past says about us, or our mind says about us, or the mistakes we've made or our fear of the future, or anything. We don't have to live by that. We don't have to make decisions by that. And what does this always come back to? Spending time with God. Now, we've, we'll, we'll be moving into and talking about some of the supernatural aspects of our natural supernatural and spiritual being our solical senses function in the supernatural but there is more in the supernatural realm than just our human souls it's in the supernatural realm that other beings have there exercise their power and authority angels, demons, any other any other critters that might be out there that we don't know about. Whether you believe in ghosts or aliens or whatever, they're in that realm. They're not spiritual. They're not natural. Now, I don't know about aliens yet, so let's leave them out. But that's the thing is, why are we afraid to ask God? Why are we afraid to discuss, let's not be? It's not that we're interested in being different or getting attention because we have new insights. It's because these are the things that we are already, that are already going on in the supernatural realm right now. Wherever you are, just look around. Whether you're driving or at your home or out running, you're not alone. First of all, God's there. In every breath you take, you are breathing him in. You don't need to call him. You don't need to tell him what your problems are. He's right there. but we're also part of the supernatural realm where both our friends and our enemies exist. And then we're part of the natural where our friends and enemies exist. And don't let the complexity of it distract you. Our purpose now is just to expand options. Be open to what God wants to talk to you about. When you look at the way Jesus lived his life, he was willing to extend his hand and see what happened. I wonder how many times he practiced raising things or people from the dead or healing them. Or, I don't know, teleporting, cursing trees, fruit trees that weren't in bloom, that weren't ripe. I don't think that the records that we have caught his doing these things the first time. I also love, I think it was John who said, if... That there could not there's not enough books that could be written that could record all the things Jesus did. He didn't do x number of miracles and then he used up all his miracle working power and then he couldn't do any more miracles. We have no idea, and I think that's you know for a reason, but what was? fascinating is the people that hung around with him got used to it and even people who just saw him do it figured they could do it too to the point where his disciples were complaining God, Jesus we told them to stop they were setting people free we told them to stop because they weren't part of us Jesus was like, why'd you tell him to stop? Now, let me ask you, were they Christians? Were they born again? Were they alive in their spirit? Had there been a crucifixion? Had there been a resurrection? No. They were not yet born in their spirit. So by what power, what authority were they casting out demons, bringing healing, speaking words of truth and wisdom? Even without a new spirit, we are able to receive and share God's spirit. Let's look at Moses. He was dead spiritually, and yet he went up that mountain, and he communed with God, and he came down, and there was a light on his face. He could hear God. He could tell others, this is what God said. God spoke to him, and yet he was dead in his spirit. He performed miracles. Aaron did as well. Others, and yet they were dead in their spirit. And this is just to say, let God raise your expectations if they could do what they could do think about the directions that were given for the temple for to Noah for his ark for the law the specifics that God over time has given his people those who have an ear to hear, the least in the kingdom is greater than all that have come before. So any of us who have been born in spirit have more opportunity, more access to God, more availability to him, than any figure, any character, any example, illustration in the Bible. If you have any desire to know God more, that's all it takes. We so often think, well, you have to have a special anointing or a special gift or a special, somebody has to pray for you Or you have to, you know, fill in the blank and never have done anything wrong. Fill in the blank. Well, some of you need to take that to God and see where that's coming from. There may be areas where he does want to talk to you about something. Not so he can hold you accountable, but so that you can settle it Once and for all, this is the answer to my question. But God does not want His sons, you and I, to behave as slaves or servants or employees. We are sons. We are one with him. We are joint heirs. We are family. He wants us to act like it. Now, what that looks like and feels like is, for most of us, just totally beyond comprehension. He wants to change that. He wants you to know him, and he wants to be known. In God's personal presence, the more we spend time with him, any, any iota of desire you have for him, the more time you give him, the greater that desire will, will become. we become more willing to deal with everything that distracts us from entering into that relationship where all I want is more of Him. Any desire to know Him comes from Him. And it will not be denied by Him. He will make the way for it to become reality for us. When you say, Lord, I want what you want for me, that's exactly what he's looking for. Not that you know how to do it, but that you're willing to be taught. that you're willing to be conformed to his son. Now, this is a lifestyle. And God is looking for a home to dwell in, not just a place to visit. The more our lives, our lifestyle is transformed into a habitation for the Lord, some place for him to rest his head, his authority, the more we will enjoy his eternal life on a moment-by-moment basis. Realize, for each one of us, that God didn't come to take part in your life. He is coming to your life, to take over your life. You are here for such a time as this. Let him have his way with you. It will be worth it. You don't need to understand. Just say, Lord, whatever it is you want for me, I want it too. So thank you for tuning in. We'll be getting back together again the same time next week. If you have any questions, drop me a line at diane at Until next week, this has been Diane Thomas of Rainers Radio. Have a great weekend.